1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are
2: a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m. Wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge.
3: <sighs> Much better.
2: 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game. Come on!
3: Fox Sports Radio, and we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Whole crew's here. Ramos, uh, who we now have some distance between his Rams' first loss and uh, the rest of the league. He doesn't feel quite as bad watching the Cowboys, the Packers. Uh the Niners kind of go through the other teams in the NFC that he believes will be we all be, be competitors at the end of the season. And you know, outside of Tampa Bay, they all seem to lose this past weekend. So a lot to get to there. Uh, Dan Byers here. He's waited on bait waiting on baited breath because his old quarterback is playing against his team. That's Monday Night Football in Seattle. Just so happened to work out that Russell Wilson will play with the Denver Broncos. Uh, and then me and Jay Stew were wallowing in the glory of At least for me, my alma mater beat Arizona State on Saturday. And then our team, the Chargers, beat the Raiders. Chargers suck. Raiders rule good night now. And um, we're feeling good, right? Battle of L.A. won. The real battle of L.A. is anytime you beat the Raiders. Huh? What is it? The Raiders. Go back to your holes. Your black hole. I'll just crawl back in. See you in a couple weeks. Anyway, a lot to get to. You know, we could go through the... Well, last year it was Aaron Rodgers on the same page as his team and they turned it around. He won the MVP. Is there the parallel of this year or Pat Mahomes doing the Kevin Durant? You know who I am, right? I'm Pat Mahomes. Right? Yet he, he had two highly paid, highly paid, highly paid star quarterbacks and one look like a guy who should be really highly paid and compensated. The other one looked like Kyler Murray. We got that to get to. I guess there's baseball. Is anything anything in baseball happen that we care about? No, not really. No. Okay. Nothing really. Basketball. Mm -mm. No. No. College football. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a weekend. Texas. Almost beats Alabama. One of the worst calls I've ever seen in the history of sport. And usually when you say that, it's hyperbole, but there was one that made no sense. I'm not sure if it directly affected the outcome of the game, but it sure felt like it did. And then they came close. How much, uh, how much of a victory cigar do we get? The horns who dominated the line of scrimmage, but could not beat Alabama. Notre Dame loses at home. Nebraska loses. They fire Scott Frost. But on, on one weekend, a and Notre Dame, Nebraska, all lose, and the Sun Belt reigns supreme. What a great weekend in college football. Let, let's start with the biggest story of the day, which is Dak Prescott's out six to eight weeks. Mike McCarthy, his head coach, said this about his injury.
8: It's on his hand um, in the thumb area. I mean, it's, it's a significant injury. Um, once we get all the facts, you know, we'll, we'll get that to you. I mean, like you said, he hasn't even, even seen a doctor yet. I knew it was serious. I mean, he couldn't hold the ball. So, I mean, you know, for Dak to come out of the game, you knew it was serious.
3: So this is the thing, and I don't know how it plays out in terms of how Jerry sees it. I'm guessing Jerry sees it the way that we all do, but there'll be a sense of, well, you know, if they the season is lost, they locked at lost Dak Prescott. What do you expect? Here's the problem with that argument. Right? Cause it's like I we can pretty much say the Jets stink. Is that okay? Are we okay saying that? You know, week one's hard. What you see in week one usually changes in week two. You know, the Packers last year, perfect example of it. I think the Niners, although there's a lot of caution about Trey Lance, I, my guess is they'll figure it out playing in a rainstorm, you know, in a monsoon, it's anybody's ball game. You know, I, I think the Patriots, there was a, a blown defensive PI call in their first drive. How does that change the game? You know, we can talk ourselves out. And the, the Jets can sit there and go like, look, we're not great, but we're a lot better when we have, you know, Zach um, Wilson as our quarterback as opposed to having – you know, Joe Flacco as our quarterback, which is a strong argument. Right. But what's what's crazy about this whole thing is while we talk, while, while we while we talk about um how much it's gonna hurt the Cowboys for Dak to be out. If you watch that game, the Cowboys weren't good with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott wasn't good to begin with. Their offensive line didn't have a push. As we told you, you only have C D Lamb. The running game was, eh, and Dak Prescott wasn't very good. So think about it, when the story is bad, it just went worse. Right? It just it just got terrible. It's a it's a movie with a bad script. It's a movie with not the greatest not the greatest writing in the world. It's a movie that didn't have the best actors to carry an average script and an average director. And then you lose your star, you lose your star and you replace him with Cooper Rush. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how is the show? I love to celebrate the downfall of the Cowboys, just like anybody in America, right? Because every year we're told how good they are and every year it seems like they fail. And it's really amazing. I brought up the stat over the past month about the Cowboys that it has been since the mid 90s they have had back-to-back, double-digit win seasons. They just, it's one thing to be successful. They've been successful at times. Des did catch it. Dak's first season, they won 13. Last year, they won 12. They just can't put them back-to-back. Cannot. And this one appears to maybe not be a lost season, but man, it's hard to see how it's a winnable season, how it's one which will end up with a playoff run, especially any sort of deep playoff run, when you're not going to have Dak, and even with Dak, you look crummy to begin with. What a weird, weird day, right? Like, Because you walked in, you're like, I don't know, the Brady thing is odd. His offensive line wasn't great at all times. But the the Cowboys stunk. They were not good. And that was a boring game. You know? I'm sure Chris Collins were sitting there going, like, "I, I, I talked on a Completely crushed voice for this, you know, by the way, I have some, uh, we got to get Collinsworth on. I got to give him, I have a bunch of different, uh, I throat throat remedies through my time of being a broadcaster. I've only, I've had that twice. One time really, really bad. It was very early in my broadcasting career. I was doing a Gonzaga game and it was awful. It was simply, simply terrible. Um, so there's, there's, uh, uh, there's a tea called throat coat. Don't laugh. There's another, there's another one. There's a Yogi tea that it's like a throat therapy one. And then I saw this, I went to a Charlie Puth, uh, you know, our, our show Fox Sports Radio is an I Media production and Charlie Puth had his uh, album release party. This is like three weeks ago. And he had a, he had a humidifier. Like a, almost like a, um, what are those things that kids with asthma have? Uh, like an inhaler, but a humidifier inhaler. So it just pumps like warm air into his throat. And then he was drinking licorice tea, which sounds disgusting by the way. But he said he, he was talking about it. Cause it was like one of those. And I heart ran it this weekend, uh, list uh, Friday night on all their shows. And you can watch it on YouTube. But he talked about Ariana Grande gave it to him as, as the tip for how to never lose your voice that you have the inhaler. And Licorice TV. But, I mean, the the whole thing. Torico's awesome. There's nothing wrong with the production. Collinsworth losing his voice. And that game sucked last. Usually Sunday Night Football is awesome. And it was just, com- compared to the rest of the day, right? Houston playing for the tie. Giants going for the win. The, the Pittsburgh nearly losing despite turning Joe Burrow over five times. Right. The Eagles kind of surviving after running out to a big lead. Uh. The The Saints... the Saints come back and win. There's a bunch of stuff that went on. but last time was kind of a letdown. And then if you're a Cowboys fan, you almost cancel any thoughts of a postseason or deep postseason, don't you? God, they look bad. They do not look good. I got a lot to talk about here. Oh, you're going to love this one. This next one. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. John Middlecoff, you you used to join us on Fridays. And what's weird, I was in San Luis Obispo over the weekend. He went to Cal Poly. Uh, They had a win. I think they beat San Diego this weekend. Anyway, John and I talked yesterday before the San Francisco game. So... I'll give you my thoughts on Trey Lance, get his thoughts on Trey Lance and the rest of the league. All of that is coming up next.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, that's really Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play. and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon and the dude today. Creighton's never gonna win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in and we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.
3: Did you guys guys see this story? You know, Jeff Bezos is developing a rocket to go to space. Supposed to go to space today malfunction like um, one minute after leaving the launch pad. There's a lot of PTSD there for those of us who were like in, uh, I was in fourth grade at the time and the Challenger, right? Hey, let's all gather around and watch the Challenger and Krista McAuliffe, the first teacher ever going to space. And um, um, Mrs. Sally in my class, Mrs. Sally, uh, she got her times wrong and she was literally wheeling it in to the classroom. Remember, they used to have the the big TV, and it had like some sort of like seat belt on it to keep it in place. It's a gigantic TV. There's people that are young, and like I have no idea what you're talking about. TVs used to be the heaviest thing, really, on the planet. I mean, it's really it's one of those deals where you're like, man, I wish there was no gravitational pull for this TV. Now you're like, first of all, now they're way less expensive, they're way easier to move, and you don't actually even need anything other than a plug because you know you you can. Be like, be like Isaac Lohenkron, just stream everything and take everybody else's passwords. Anyway, so the the they used to like wheel them in on top of and this sounds really dangerous. They'd have like a seatbelt over the top and they'd be like on top of a kind of black metal sort of rolling thing and then underneath there'd be like a VCR and like a lower shelf, whatever. Anyway, Mrs. Sally was rolling it into class and there was an announcement um, um. Boys and girls, we we're going to walk outside and take five minutes and talk about what we just saw. Like, what we just see? We don't know what we just saw. And then there's like a ring on the phone. And I like, I understand, I understand. Let us outside, and everybody's like, did you guys see it? Like, it like blew up. What blew up? The Challenger, like, no way. We didn't see anything. So maybe that's why I don't have PTSD over it. But then what was the other one that on, on, um, on re-entry? Again, also over Texas, I, I think. Yeah, right? when I
5: say it was Columbia, was it Columbia
7: that disintegrated over Texas?
3: Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah.
5: Really sad. Um, by the way, the um, the first episode, the Challenger. Yeah, there's an amazing. I seen that. Yeah, documentary yeah. on Netflix. I've and seen it. it. It takes you back, and they it shows those kinds of classrooms that everyone was. Everybody's was watching appointment viewing. Yeah, yeah. The O-rings. That was all about the O-rings. And That's people, right.
3: People knew the O-rings were faulty and didn't do anything to stop it. Right.
5: So there, there weren't any people on
3: this one, right? Uh, nobody was hurt. Right. Oh, nobody kidding. was hurt. Okay. It just, it doesn't say, it just says, uh, the new Shepard rocket capsule system developed by Jeff Bezos had to abort a mission mid-flight over the Texas desert. The rocket experienced what appeared to be a propulsion failure about one minute after the launch pad. The motor pushed the capsule clear, enabling it to make a soft return to the ground with the aid of parachutes. New Shepard regularly carries people, but on this occasion, only a payload. There's your answer. There's your answer. So no people, and I don't believe the payload was even damaged.
7: So is that the one that took up, like, Michael Strahan and William Shatner? That's what is that the Jeff Bezos one that he's launched a couple times with yeah. people in it? Yeah. So this particular time, they didn't have anybody in it, though. No. And then it malfunctioned. Wow. Correct.
5: Right. And by payload, do they mean the, the amount of cash that he made during the pandemic <laughs> just on, go, our, on just our struggles? Go, oh, just boy. go,
3: just go, <laughs> d- just go and, and store it out. They actually, they don't have, they don't have a, um, uh, what is it called at the space station? They just have like a big vault out there. It just flies in, drops the money, closes the vault, comes back to earth. That's, that's generally what it does. That's generally what it does. Anyway, would you guys, would you guys go to space?
7: I mean if eventually we go to space someday and that's where you have to get places yes but I'm just I, I wouldn't do that just for the fun of it no
5: Chase 2 I'm I have almost zero interest in space travel so I guess if if you're paying me to do it I, I'll do it but I, I I'm not going to go out of my way to do it so. Fire Uh I get carsick
8: uh so there's <laughs> no way that I can go on a spaceship That is not happening
3: Okay I mean uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was very honest and very, very vulnerable. We appreciate that, uh, Dan. Um, it, it was more desire. But yes, I understand you're saying, like, no, I got no, no desire to do it. I, I, this is generally my belief okay? that the things that I, I don't want to do are things that if one thing goes wrong, you die. Right. Like, look, there's lots of things you can cross the street and you get hit by a car, but there's lots of things that, okay, look, if this doesn't work correctly, so good chance you all die like, ah, so that's my thinking with the bungee court, bungee jump thing that you do. You know, I was, I was in, you know, pastor Robles has these uh, hot air balloons. I was just like, no, mm, no, no. That one just has, I have no interest in, right? It's like a scene out of the bachelor, you know, where you're there, you're drinking wine and cheese and then you're like, okay, one, it's not like you can get it on with whoever you're up in. There's like a guy who's flying the thing. Right. And then you're like, okay, oh we're my up here. God. We're up here now. Ah. What? Now what? Right? The only thing you can do is look out at the views. Okay, it's a great view, but now i got to get down because I don't like heights. Uh, the Trey Lance debut as the official starter. I know he started last year for the San Francisco 49ers. wasn't great. Here's Kyle Shanahan summing up the loss.
8: You look at those 12
9: penalties, you know when they happen. You look at our turnovers. You look one of three in the red zone on those missed opportunities. Um, I don't care what happens. You, you, you see that in the stat sheet and... We know what happened out there, so there isn't a shock. I mean, we expect to go into games and win, no matter what game it is. Um, we usually always feel that way um, throughout the week preparing, but uh, we got to play a lot better and do
8: things right.
3: This is Trey Lance talking about his struggles.
8: I made too many mistakes. Um, defense kept us in the game. Big miss too to Tyler Croft in the end zone. Uh, tried to throw a perfect ball, should just put it right on him, and he was wide open, turned the ball over. Took a sack uh that knocked us out of field goal range that I shouldn't have missed Debo on the third down. Fourth quarter for sure was was the toughest. Uh, but man, we had so many opportunities. I had so many opportunities to, to make plays to to run away with it uh far before that, uh where that wouldn't have been a as big of a factor, uh trying to do a two minute drill in that.
3: Yeah, no, listen, they, they had the lead. Um Chicago's offense was pedestrian and they were never able to capitalize. It w- was not great. Uh, how much of it is fixable? Is, is there a moment where you turn to to, to Jimmy G and, and we're getting all this well Jimmy G to the Cowboys. I'm going to tell you that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. All right. There's on a multitude. Of, the first thing is, and this is, I, I tell you guys this all the time. I mean it. Now, if Mac Jones, who had a back injury and didn't talk to the media after the game, if he is hurting out for a substantial amount of time, that one makes sense. Why? Some familiarity with the system. Familiarity with the verbiage, familiarity with the, with the whole program, right? He was there before. You know, I mean, I was, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who we were talking about the Carolina Panthers and they were, you know, Matt rules brought in some of the guys he coached or recruited when he's in college, whatever. And they were talking about well, when the Carolina Panthers first came to existence, remember when they were really good, when they first started, they first launched them and the Jaguars like out of the gate. All the guys they had on their team were from, I think, the Giants and the Saints, because the two guys who ran their team were from the Giants and the Saints. People want familiarity. And the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo going to go to the Cowboys and play in a system that he has no idea for seven weeks, eight weeks, maybe? Yeah, I don't I don't see that one being the answer. The answer for Garoppolo is either in San Francisco or somewhere there's familiarity in short order. When John Middlecoff joins us three announced his podcast. Um, uh, let, let's start with the Niners. How fixable are the issues with their offense?
9: Yeah, I mean, it was uh, no way around it, was a devastating loss, but I, of all the games, and I've, I've watched a bunch this morning, it, it sure felt like they, they were the one game that was a disaster weather situation when most of the games looked pretty, pretty normal. So I, I, I'm not going to say and try to give Trey Lance and the offense a complete pass, but in that weather situation i'm gonna have to wait and reserve a little judgment though elijah mitchell their best running back got injured and the drop off from him and the next guy is pretty wide and that's a problem because kyle likes to run the ball and then george kittle's just injured so i mean he's he's a pretty big you know deal in terms of their run game in terms of anytime you have an excellent tight end it's it's a quarterback's best friend especially a young guy so, I mean, they got issues, but they have two excellent wide receivers. I mean, Debo looks fantastic; just he looks exactly like last year. Ayuk looks awesome. So, you know, luckily their head coach is also their offensive coordinator, and I think we all agree he's pretty good. So, uh, he'll get it figured out. Well, better because uh, we'll see how Seattle looks tonight. But they get Seattle at home. I, I thought they're already a big favorite as they should be. But it's. You gotta win a game, you know. So I, I'm not gonna say next week is must win, but next week's kind of must win.
3: Are we willing to uh, think that they could, they could put Jimmy G back
5: in there?
9: Yeah, I mean, I, I would say yesterday I wouldn't put it all on Trey. I mean, I, he kind of fell apart at the end, but it was a driving monsoon. So I, I, I think we're still a ways away from that. It, it would have to be normal game conditions. And him just air mailing plays and their passing offense not working. He he missed one pass yesterday that is it I mean hell, it's happened under Jimmy's career too. I mean, there's one or two plays a game where Kyle's gonna scheme you a wide open touchdown and he he airmailed it. Now Jimmy was known to do that as well. So if he keeps doing that, then yeah, I mean I, I would say we'd have some conversations. But I, I think Trey's getting, you know, a pretty soft landing spot here to keep keep rocking and rolling. But, hell, you know, I mean, this team, the NFC, as we've seen over the weekend, is pretty wide open. They also got a little lucky, Doug. I mean, the Rams got destroyed. The Cardinals got destroyed. So, regardless what happens in Seattle tonight, even if Seattle wins, they play Seattle next week. So, in a weird way to have the, one of the worst losses of the day, uh, division-wise, nothing really changed. And then even the
3: NFC, right? The Packers looked awful yesterday. And the Cowboys Tampa's got
9: a million injuries with I, their offensive
8: line. I, and,
3: and now Godwin Godwin uh, is, I guess, the hamstring, not the knee. It's a hamstring that he hurt, so he's going to be out as well. Um, what, what about the Cowboys? My point about the Cowboys were n- not only are they in for some tough times without Dak, they weren't good with Dak. He was terrible. They were terrible.
9: Totally agree. He was – listen, no one wants to see a guy get injured, so no. that, that sucks. But he was horrendous in that game. I mean, he was, he was really, really bad. Uh, and even the plays where he can keep plays alive. Like, to me, his comp is him and Cousins have statistically similar careers. But Dak can move. But yesterday when Dak was moving, he was throwing potential picks. He had the one to, uh, to Brown where he's wide open. He pump fakes and he throws it behind him. He, he was awful. Because early on, the Cowboys' defense, really Micah Parsons, uh, kept them in the game. If they, could just, they couldn't get it past midfield. And I, I think the bigger issue, offensive line is in complete shambles. Receiver-wise, you know, besides C.D., and, and let's face it, you know, if C.D. got a little too cool for school thing going? You know, it's not like C.D. Lamb is Justin Jefferson. So if they're depending on him to be the number one, we got a long way to go there. No Omari Cooper, no Cedric Wilson. Their passing game looks dramatically worse. And, you know, the pressure on Mike McCarthy was already incredibly high. I would say on the bright spot, Micah Parsons looks like easily, pound for pound, one of the best players in the league. But, you know, we've we it for years with J.J. Watt in Houston. You, you can only do so much. I, I don't care how – you get five sacks a game, but if your offense isn't scoring points, you, you're just not going to win.
3: John Minnokoff joining us. Three now, it's the podcast. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Packers have looked awful in previous seasons in with this regime – And Aaron Rodgers, even last year, turned around, won the MVP. Um, But that was bad yesterday. Now, Dobbs dropped a ball. It's 7-0. Dobbs dropped a touchdown that was absolutely dialed up by Lafleur, where he was wide open and Rodgers hit him in the hands and he walks in and it's 7-7. But overall, they struggled to protect and he didn't seem to have anybody open.
9: Yeah, I was going back and forth between that game and the Chiefs game in the afternoon. Obviously, the Chiefs just massacred Arizona. Every time Roger, especially toward in the second half, he was getting peppered. And I I would say the one question mark for the Green Bay Packers this last three years, and they've gotten better every year. I I think last year, ironically, is the, the least furthest they went in the playoffs, and I think it was their best team. They, they, when they got into a physical match, and usually, you know, Minnesota the last couple of years has not been that physical team like they were early in Zimmer, Zimmer's tenure. Well, yesterday they were throwing haymakers. Now, I think I told you on Friday, and I was thinking this leading nip to the game, kind of must win for Minnesota if they're going to win the division, Yeah, right? At home, one of the best, if not the best, home field environments in terms of the noise, the collegiate atmosphere, ton of hype in the game, you know, like Green Bay has some question marks at wide receiver They're depending on some guys. And they came out and they took care of business. But to me, defensively was where last year you're like, you know, that was the reason they didn't make the playoffs. It was not the offense. It's why I thought the hype on, the, on Minnesota was like, well, their offense has been good the last couple of years. It's defensively. Well, if they're going to play like that and fly around, now their one weakness, Minnesota's, is pass defense and specifically the corners. And like you said, I mean, they had young guys dropping passes – and I would imagine in five, six, seven weeks, they're much more cohesive as a passing unit. But, you know, Matt LaFleur's teams, when they've gotten to these physical kind of Mike Tyson throwing haymakers at your face, they've kind of wilted consistently the last three years. And it happened to them last year in the playoffs. And, it, you know, it kind of happened to him yesterday. Now, you can say that's a little Rodgers, too. You know, I wouldn't say Rodgers is like the grittiest quarterback, but uh, yeah, I mean they, they got they got hit in the mouth and they didn't respond very well. Now I'm I'm not writing them off by any means, but I, I give Minnesota a lot of credit. I, I did not see that happening.
3: No, nope, didn't see it happening either. Um, am I crazy if I say Lovey Smith isn't wrong for what he did? You know, it wasn't like fourth and inches. It's overtime. They're at midfield, and then I would even tell you that I I, I mean look. Dable's play call was going to get blown mm-hmm. up if not for Saquon Barkley. But yeah. it, it wasn't like it was one play wins the game. I mean, you know, it wasn't, they still, um, it's a makeable field goal against Tennessee. Tennessee makes the field goal and all of that. You know, I, it's his first game. Where are you on the two coaches in their first year? Granted, Lovey, not his first year as head coach, but in the decisions they made yesterday.
9: My, my philosophy is when you've been bad. I think it's one thing when you are Kansas City or Buffalo or a team that you know is trying to get 13 thirteen, fourteen win team, you know, be a you know number one overall seed, the Rams, you know, a team like that. I think when you've been awful and the teams that we've just talked about, Lovey squad, obviously Brian Dayball squad going for two, you don't have that much to lose.
3: Yeah, it's first game you, too. When, it's all first game when, too.
9: When first game, you're in a game. Both teams. I know the coach doesn't necessarily care, but major underdogs. Tennessee's the number one seed last year. They're on the road. You know, Houston, while at home, is playing the Colts, who basically everyone, including myself, is picking to win the division. Like, you you just don't have that much to lose. You might as well. I've always, like, I always battle with Brandon Staley with their philosophical belief of going for it because clearly last year by about midseason, like, you guys got a playoff team. Like, I, I would be a little careful. But early on in the season, when no one's picking those type teams to make the playoffs, you might as well set the tone for the organization. Like, we have a winning mindset so I have no issues, especially with the Giants, because I watched some of that game this morning. Saquon, I, I thought the Giants were going to be terrible because I don't think Saquon, he, the last couple years he's looked shot. Well, today, or I mean yesterday, he looked much closer to the guy we saw his rookie year and at Penn State. He was explosive. He was fast. Now, that just because you have, let's just say he's the best running back in the league, that doesn't necessarily mean they're a playoff team, but it means they have one of the best players in the league and I give dayball credit he, he wrote him yesterday and ultimately he won the game because of number 26
3: no question about it john Middlecoff is our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb show on fox sports radio um, oh, okay this one is an interesting one to me the what do we make of the new orleans saints
9: well i i was not bullish on them coming into the season strictly because of dennis allen and I understand that guys have had resurrected their career the second time around, but a lot of guys have not. And when I looked up, I wasn't watching the game early on, and they're getting destroyed. I think it was 26-10 to 10 at one point, and you go, Dennis Allen is going to lose his first game. It's it's not quite apples to apples, but a little like Marcus Freeman with Notre Dame. Like, he was handed a pretty good gig. The roster was loaded. They have basically the entire coaching staff that has been with Sean Payton stayed in place. They have players at every position on every level on both sides. Uh, And he's going to lose the first game. The Atlanta Falcons are just not that good. Now, you can tell me Arthur Smith's a good schematic coach, and I agree. But their talent, like the talent gap in that game, Atlanta versus the Saints, to me is like Marshall versus Notre Dame. You cannot lose that game. Now, the best part about the NFL, even like college – you don't get extra credit, like winning the game by 10 or winning the game by one. It ultimately doesn't matter. But it, it had to rattle the Saints fans a little bit because they, they have been... Sean Payton's kind of polarizing, right? Because he's only won the one Super Bowl, but he's talked about right up there with the best guys, right? Bill, Andy, uh, you know, McVeigh, And, you know, some people push back on that. I've always... My, my friends in the league speak very, very highly of them. They're just... Even if Dennis Allen does kind of turn a corner there is a dramatic drop off and that would be the thing that makes me nervous but in the NFL a win's a win especially a divisional win but I would be a little nervous if I was the Saints going like our our coaching situation is just it's dramatically different and that's been a huge point of difference for the franchise for 15 plus years right
3: yes yes um any thoughts that the Seahawks this is one of those left for dead Huge moment for them. Will the Seahawks win tonight?
9: I have a wager on them with the points. Uh, I, I was tempted to take them straight up, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just one of those. I, if you watched all day yesterday, think how many underdogs: the Giants, the Bears. I mean, the, it doesn't feel like it because they're the Steelers, but the Steelers were a massive underdog against the Bengals. I think almost, I think it was six and a half or seven points. And that same thing tonight. The one thing that Seattle has. Is I think any team has this. Even if you end up being really crappy as the season goes on, if you have a good home field advantage, well, early on in the season, you know, fans they you have you're sold out. There are going to be people there. You're going to be into the game, and you have life because your record zero and zero. And Denver Russell, like over his career, has proven things, but he's never proven anything with these new guys that they they have no game experience. That his head coach has never been a head coach. They have a brand new coaching staff. And listen, a lot of people like Denver's roster, and I understand why they have a lot of talent, but the talent has never actually equaled success on the field. You know, they, they've never, this group over the last three or four years, has not had winning records. Like, they, they don't just, people, you, you don't just lock them up for Ws, especially on the road. So, yeah, I, I give Seattle a, a chance now. If everything clicks with Russell in the offense and Nathaniel Hackett turns out to be an excellent coach, you know, they could easily win by double digits. But I I just watching yesterday early in the season, the NFL is not college. You know, every guy, the the other team drives big cars and lives in big houses, too. So, yeah, I I give Seattle definitely a chance tonight.
3: And and listen, in college, we saw major upsets this weekend as well. Big time.
9: Do you think, Doug, that Marcus Freeman, you know, people thought I was crazy, like, he he was handed a program that averaged almost eleven wins the last five years like i think th- this is headed in the direction we're, we're talking one and done uh lose at home lose it home to marshall i mean that that's,
3: it was it was that, bad. That doesn't
9: get much worse
3: no it was it was bad and and they they end up making you know scoring a touchdown late, but it's also been second half collapses as well which which does i think he will be okay he's got so much goodwill, but you better start winning games i mean really really fast, better start. But the guy's a super class act. I mean, people love him Yeah, there. people are
9: rooting for him, but, yeah, I mean, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta you got to win. You got to win. You got to beat Marshall.
3: You got to beat Marshall. You got North Carolina, who's not bad, right? Then you got BYU, who's good. Uh, then Stanford, who's not particularly good. You still have Clemson uh, and SC. You know, Boss College, this is going to be, it'll be interesting. it would be interesting. I am mean, happy about Nebraska, right? Like, it, the onside kick got him fired. That's really what it was. Yeah. They're, they're going to beat Northwestern, onside kick. And they, they end up losing. All right. We got a lot to get to. I would have you on the entire day, but contractually we're not, you no. you won't do that. Have a,
9: have a good one. Bro. All right. We'll see you.
3: Yeah. That's John Middlecoff. I and mean, we just talk ball all day, right? Couldn't you? We talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we can talk about how with discover. You can redeem your rewards for cash at any any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Coming up next to the Doug Gottlieb show live from the tire rack.com studios. How big a deal is it that the Cardinals head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, says the team needs to improve their practice habits? I'll tell you next.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Discover
0: BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
3: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the TyRac studios. Let's get to a game. game time!
7: This is game time.
3: It's game
7: time on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
8: Dan Byer, what's the game? Doug. Oh, sorry, the drop. Uh, the game today is. <laughs> Big deal, little deal, no deal. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury questioned his team's practice habits after their loss to the Chiefs.
3: Mm, Who would he be referring to? Mm. The guy who had it contractually in his contract that he had to go home and study? Or would it be the wide receiver who's missing six games to PEDs, but famously doesn't want to practice? That's New Hopkins. I mean, you are who your best players are. And if your best players
8: don't pay attention, or your best players don't practice... What do you expect? I don't know if this happened in every game, but I saw Cliff Kingsbury do it. saw Mike McCarthy do it last night as well, Doug. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that we have in-game coaches' interviews in the NFL in 2022. After the first quarter, both Kingsbury and McCarthy uh, did interviews. Kingsbury, uh, his with CBS, and McCarthy, obviously, his with NBC.
3: Uh, I'm going to say that's a big deal, right? Because the only guy we saw do that Remember Bobby Bowden did it when uh, Florida State scored touchdown during the Sugar Bowl when they, they beat Mike Vick? Well, heck, we just scored touchdown, you know? Um, I love it. I do.
8: But it's interesting and it's new. It's better than the pregame interviews when it's like sixty seconds, you know, you know, before kickoff and the coach has eighty million things to do. And they're like, Coach, big game here tonight <laughs> against the Buccaneers. How do you think your team's going to respond? Uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug, that the Patriots only had seven points in their loss to the Dolphins. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, it's a little deal. little deal.
3: I mean, they. I don't think it's a touchdown, but in their opening drive, it should have been defensive pass interference. Would have put them first and goal from the one. Um, You know, Mac Jones get, got hit and got hurt. He was himself. And the, the Dolphins aren't terrible. It It's a... It's a little deal. I mean, look, we knew all preseason they were a mess, but we also have known that the Patriots are usually just okay the first four games of every season, regardless of who their quarterback is. They use that as extended. So we don't totally know. So I'm going to go little deal as of now.
8: Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Iowa has more punts than points this season. This info, courtesy of Brett McMurphy of the Action Network, who joins us next hour. That's amazing. Uh, that seems like a big deal. More Points, punts, then points. <laughs> 16 That's... punts, 14 points this season in one touchdown after losing the Cyhawk trophy to the Cyclones Cy-Hawk. of Iowa state. One of my picks that was stunk. Big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug, that Major League Baseball made an error in announcing that the Dodgers clinched a playoff berth when technically they didn't.
3: How are the sourcing? <laughs>
8: how was how the sourcing? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a joke. <laughs> That's so called self-deprecating humor. Uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug. We'll end with this one from Major League Baseball that Albert Pujols passed A-Rod for fourth on the all-time home run list with number 697 over the weekend.
3: Good. The further we bury down uh, uh, A-Rod down the all-time list, it's a list good deal. It. It's, a, it's a big deal. It's a good deal.
5: That's game, huh? Game
8: time. This
7: is game time on the Doug Gottlieb
3: Show. We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. And we can talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash to any amount and any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. We haven't even gotten to college football yet, right? We still, we got a bunch to get to NFL-wise. I, I, the, the Brian Dable thing... It's one of those, of course, when you get it, everybody goes crazy. But was it really actually, we're going more result than process, aren't we? Chargers look good. Derek Carr, not so much. Not so much. Devontae Adams look good. Holy cow. Uh, But we'll get to, coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Scott Frost out of a gig. Is it his fault Nebraska has fallen? We'll get to it next on the
7: Doug Gottlieb Show.
3: Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com.